0: Johnny, that's better than most. How about that is better than most. Better than most. The return to glory.
1: <clears throat> wow, that's a throwback. These are the clubs I was sitting yesterday. Why? In my fitting. I told Derek, shout out Derek over at Miles of Golf. Thanks for the for the iron fitting yesterday. But uh, I told him I I want to feel a blade and I want to <laughs> have my shafts spin more. And so I'm going back to some throwbacks. Um, I got a tailor-made MB pitching wedge in my hand back when they had the inserts. <clears throat> uh, I think this is like 2000, what, 12 or 13? Yeah. So. Anyways, these I think, irons are like I think 10 20, years old I think 2013,
0: because uh, Daniel Berger still uses those. That's right. Yeah.
1: He uses the MCs. Um, but yeah, these clubs were awesome. And I want to get some similar to them. And I'm going to get a set of blades and match up the shafts to them because that was kind of like what I was <clears throat> hitting well yesterday. What kind uh, of are you getting- Titleist. I got the title Titleist six twenty CB or Cbs right now, so I'm just gonna switch over to the MB, <coughs> get a different shaft, go to Project X stiff six um, five, uh, soft step. Soft step. So it's gonna, it's gonna be right in between um, a six five and a six zero. So it's gonna be like a six two five. I mean, soft step is just basically
0: putting
1: your 5-iron shaft in your 6-iron, right? Yeah, putting a 5-iron shaft in your 6-iron and cutting down the length to whatever it is. 6-iron in this case. Mine are, and mine then are, if you hard-step it...
0: I, I hard-step mine.
1: Okay, so you go... Like, you would go 9-iron shaft lengthened to an 8-iron.
0: No. I, I just put my nine iron shaft <laughs> in my eight iron.
1: That's what I said, but you is but it the I same length?
0: No, it, it's the length of a nine iron. Okay. So like the clubs are technically a little shorter, but
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: I have most of my clubs, even my three woods, a little. My three woods like forty two and a half inches. I think uh, 43 or 44 is a regular, right? And then, uh, yeah. Three-wood
1: I mean, regular, I think is 43. Okay, so. Because I was getting fit for a three-wood shaft yesterday, too. Yeah, I think my
0: three-wood's uh, 42.5. Then I have 45.5 driver, which is normal. And I used to cut that down, but then I was just like. I choke up my driver a lot when I'm on the course just because I control. And then like, if I want to let one right fall, you know, hit a full, but uh, yeah. And then irons are quarter inch long, hard steps. And then my wedges are just a quarter inch long. <laughs> my bag's all over the place. It's, I mean, you're, I'm sure you're, Probably the same way, but I can't just go to like a golf store and buy some off the rack.
1: Oh, no, we're, we're past that. I think if once you can break even maybe a hundred, but even when you can break 90, that's when you should definitely start looking into getting like your own custom set of golf clubs and not just going to the store and buying them off the rack.
0: I would say, in my opinion. Break- if you could break 85
1: consistently,
0: then it matters. It's like the same people who who can't break 100 and buy Pro ones It's like that you're wasting money. I know. Like I see yeah. that all the time, but just like, just buy the cheapest ball. Like I wish I could just do that. Or, I don't know. And then, like, uh, when I was in Florida, um, I was like hitting my gap wedge, and then I like, picked it up and I kind of like ran my finger against the grooves. <clears throat> the bottom like, four grooves looked like they were there, but they weren't there. Like it literally just felt like a smooth surface, and I
1: was like, "What the hell?" And so I went to uh... you know what's funny? <clears throat> Good. I'll, I'll let you finish, and then I'll say say what <laughs> say my piece.
0: Um, so then I just went to the golf store and I was just like, uh, well, so I just got a new gap wedge and sand wedge, um, uh, cause last time I tried to order wedges it took like six months to come. So I'm like, Fuck it, I'll just pay full price. And so I, they let me return my old wedges, but I had them reshaft, <laughs> reshaft my wedges with the new heads, with the shafts I had. And then they put the old shafts in my old wedges, and then I gave them back to them. Hmm. I got like forty bucks for each of them, which isn't bad. <coughs> it's basically like the deal I get anyway. So, so yeah, yeah. Those Cleveland wedges, dude, are nice. They're
1: real nice. You're you're a Cleveland fan.
0: I am. I mean, if I if I had my choice, I'd probably be with TaylorMade or Titleist, probably Titleist first, then TaylorMade, but I mean, SirRickson and Cleveland are like, I feel like they're the same thing as Titleist.
1: They make great stuff, too.
0: Yeah, and the irons I have, I have the the Z-Forge Blades, and it's my second set of the same exact club. I I like them a lot, so I can't complain. Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah. Anyway, what were you gonna say? <clears throat> um. You can, I guess you can get like turn your clubs into like these regrooving shops, and they'll regroove the faces for you. Like put a new like, they'll like melt the steel and like put some new like grooves and face on for you. Um. Yeah, Derek was telling me about it yesterday in the fitting. It's pretty cool. Where, uh, I'm thinking about where doing these because, I mean, if you can't tell that's uh, that where my there's no grooves there. <laughs> yeah, this is my P. I don't usually get a pitching wedge anymore. I think I might in the next set.
0: Yeah, I have a 46 degree. My bag's all over the place. I have uh yeah. I have four wedges 58, 54, 50, 46 but three of them are Cleveland and then the 46 degree is a Vokey and then I go nine nine iron to four iron of the search on Z Forge and I have a two I have a two and a three iron I, I don't put all these clothes in my bag in tournaments, obviously but I have a two and a three iron the TMB at like 718 so like four years old probably and then I have a TaylorMade Stealth 2 Hybrid. So, like, when I use the 2 Hybrid, I put the 3-iron in the bag. Then when I use the 2-iron, I put a 3-wood in the bag. So, like, if I don't need a 3-wood, I'll put, go with a 3-iron hybrid. Then when, like, I do need a 3-wood, I put the 2-iron in, you know. Just to, just to like, uh, keep those gaps, up tight you know
1: then obviously dry. so it's you go four iron two iron which would be what twenty nineteen 19 degrees 19 yeah and then N- yeah two iron
0: two iron is 18 degrees depends the company 18 I, think degrees. It's 18, I think it's 18 yeah
1: and then three wood which is what 15 for you So and the yeah. other one you go is four iron, three iron, hybrid,
0: two hybrid, yeah,
1: which is seventeen degrees,
0: which goes like these these stealth clubs go way too far. <laughs> it goes so far. Like sometimes I think like I don't even need a three wood, but then also looking down so, at it, two hybrid, it's a little harder than looking down at three wood.
1: I understand exactly what you're saying because <clears throat> that's one reason why I'm getting going back to blades is because the sweet spots on golf clubs are so big now even on like cavity backs where like if you hit one in my case like I my miss recently has been like a pull like I come over the top and I like pull hook it kind of <laughs> and it goes like long left
0: yeah
1: and so like it feels like a good shot sometimes because, like, the the irons I play, CBs are, like, they have a little bit of forgiveness to them. And, like, they have, like, a bigger sweet spot. So, like, it's going to go a little bit further. And I was saying that yesterday. Like, I hit one of those shots, like, in my fitting once I started getting tired. And um, ended up, uh, like, the numbers were, I think it was, like, 184 and usually it would go like 190 or 192 or something like that I, I said in that moment i was like yeah like i feel like my club like in that case it would go 190 but like it's i didn't quite hit it the way i wanted to and like the sweet spot's not as big on a blade so like it promotes like a center like you hit hitting the center more which that's going to help with so much with your consistency when you're practicing you know
0: yeah
1: i just like the way it sounds too just
0: yeah, there's no better feel than, than a pure blade. No better feel. No. Like a <laughs> like a seven iron out of the fairway and you compress it. Oh. Like I played in a tournament yesterday and I fucking on the last hole I had like one, I had like one eighty and I hit eight iron and I. And I was, like, so excited to hit this 8-iron because I'm, like, I'm going to hit this so good. And it's, like, you know, one of those perfect lives in the fairway. And I hit it fat, and I was – and I didn't care that I hit it fat. I was just bummed that I didn't, like, hit it pure because I was, like, I wanted that feel.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. I think that's what some golfers chase, you know, just that feeling of how good a good a shot feels and then, There's then no you're able to feeling. control it. No better feel. It's and then once you're able to control it, it's just a whole nother like another world. And you, know, you start playing, like you start learning how to play golf and scoring. And next thing you know, you're you're on tour, doing it every day, and you're and it's work, and you're playing well.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. But uh. Speaking of this, my Stealth uh, 2 hybrid and it going way too far, what do you think about this uh, little ball rollback that's been rumored?
1: You know, for the longest time, <clears throat> I thought they were going to do this. and then I was like, okay, I mean, it's I been guess rumored not... for a while but i'm on the side of the ball already goes as far as it does just keep it how it is that's the standard like you're not going to like there's not going to be any more improvements to to golf balls i'd say like everyone's going to have their own design and that's going to be how it is like they might come out with like other golf balls and stuff but i don't think I think they're gonna they're, they're gonna come back somewhat and say, like, all right, well, if we don't roll back the ball then we'll we'll put a cap on what you can do now. And like I think that's fine, but in this yeah. case, like rolling back the ball is not gonna do anything. <clears throat> it's just gonna make everything more complex. It means you're gonna have to spend more money if you're a professional. And, like, you're going to have to train, like, a different way. Like, it's going to be so hard to distinguish the golf balls, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, what what balls What balls are you going to be hitting on the range that are, are going to be... Like, are you going to be practicing with golf balls that go further than the ones you hit in competition? Or are you going to, like, practice with other balls? Like, how, how are you going to make that work? Like, there's just so many... It's just an added variable that... Yeah, it makes my head hurt thinking about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, how uh, it is. I actually 100% agree with that. It, and I would kind of compare it to, if Apple said, you know what, the iPhone is works too well. We're gonna, we're just gonna make flip phones again. No more iPhones. Can't use iPhones anymore. We're shutting them all, shutting them all off. Everyone's getting a razor phone, using T nine, ABC word. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel like that whole discussion is because, like, we already have. What we already have is like the ball does go far, and they already took away the square grooves. So I agree. I, I think they should keep it as is and. Golf ball should almost be like like buying a golf glove. Like you just get the brand that you like, and then you leave. Like, yeah, it's not promising and more also, distance. It's just like I like the feel of Titleist. I like the feel of Strixon. I like the feel of TaylorMade. Um, I feel like I hit TaylorMade further than Titleist. Like that. That's it. And then also you can come out with like different variations of, of like each ball you know, maybe roll out, like, what, the, the, all the Pro V1 series, you know what I mean, like, the underground balls that people don't know about, which, if you don't know about the Pro V1s, there's, there's probably, like, what, 20 different variations of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, they they come out with a new golf ball every, every
0: two or three years. So. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, like, on tour, like, you can get the Pro V1 that spins more, that's harder that
1: there's a dot a dash yeah uh, there's another one i can't recall i think there's like eight different Proby ones yeah that
0: was exaggerating 20, in though.
1: total mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean then you can just have different variations of it but like i do agree that i mean go, like we're running out of real estate we've talked about this before but uh only make the golf course so long without it just taking up too much room.
1: If you're gonna roll back a ball, if you're gonna roll back the ball, you got to roll back for everybody, not just professionals.
0: No, I agree. But simply put, I I would be on board with that if like then they're like all right, every course tips have to be sixty eight hundred yards. You know, they're not rolling back the ball. Then also playing seventy four hundred yard golf courses because then. What are we doing? we're just gonna take this par three is two hundred and thirty yards after the driver. Like how far are they trying to roll back this golf ball?
1: Yeah, who knows. But
0: no one seems to like it, so it's actually gonna happen. If you're gonna do
1: anything, either like take out the amount of clubs <coughs> you use, or you can use like Give us 10 clubs to select, not 14. And then, like. Golf's hard enough, though. And then see how we play. <clears throat> What's that? Golf's hard enough. Uh, yeah, I know. Maybe. I mean, maybe you could, like, uh, roll back the
0: driver? I, I don't know. Like. I'm trying to figure out. Maybe not 460 heads, maybe 430. Would that even do anything?
1: Maybe. It, uh, it would put more spin. It, it would put more workability on drivers. I know that. So, like, you would be able to hit it as straight. You'd have to be able to control it. What more. if
0: what if, uh, <laughs> what if on tour you had to use, like, all, you had to use blades? Like, they're like wood bats in baseball. So, like, you go from like the.
1: I mean, that sounds more ideal to me than rolling back a golf ball. Like, I agree. Give professionals persimmon heads. Like, no, no. no, Wooden heads
0: ahead. No, 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 no. You just went. I took like one step. You took like 15 steps. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'd rather just roll back the golf ball instead of like looking down a little fucking wooden head. No, no, no. I say we start with the blades, make the bad ball strikers play with blades, not fucking, you know, Champions Tour, you can use whatever you want, but on tour, you have to use the hardest clubs. It's like the, it's like, uh, like I said, like baseball, you go from aluminum bats, like cavity backs, like the tailor-made, like P770s or whatever they're called, the really thick ones. And you go from that to like the yeah. end beats. If you can't play with blades, then it sucks. You you don't like that.
1: I I I think it's about as good as my wooden <laughs> no, my <dude>. wooden <laughs> golf clubs. <gloves>. No. <laughs> no man,
0: that'd be it's worse than rolling back the ball.
1: Every everyone's got to play blades. Everyone's got to play wooden golf clubs. You got to play a blade putter. Um, you can't anchor it. <laughs> I mean oh, the blade putter. That's thing? how baseball is, though.
0: I mean. Yes and no. I mean, I I understand what you're
1: saying, but like. You got to have two hands on the club, or like. One, you have to have two extensions of your body on the club. To like, I don't know, strike it on the greens, or you can't, you just can't anchor it up against your, your forearm. Oh uh, no, you
0: know, I'm saying you can't do
1: it against your chest what, anymore. What I'm
0: what I'm saying is like you you said, it was like my my iPhone metaphor. It's like, we already have this technology. We don't want to go back to like the shitty technology. So like taking away like cavity backs on irons is like using wooden bats in baseball.
1: I know. Yeah, I, I yeah. understand what so, you're saying. So I'm saying we can we can we still have the same technology, is. but like
0: the irons are just gonna be a little harder to hit. <laughs> People are gonna have like hybrids, <laughs> hybrid irons like uh like six through four hybrids I think just to get away from the blade thing. I can see some weird weird players <laughs> in that anyway yeah i don't i don't necessarily <laughs> agree agree with uh the ball rollback i i i'm kind of mixed on it it's not like um
1: you know who's not gonna roll back the ball though
0: who's that golf oh i forgot they they don't go by u s g a do they i don't think so Well, I still haven't watched a single live golf event, so I'm a huge fan, though. And this is the official podcast of Live Golf. We've we've established that we're we're pro live here. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to uh, for what I keep talking shit about the PGA Tour. I saw Monday Q info post um post this picture of this golf course that was holding a Monday qualifier there. And it was a picture of their rates on like their website. It's like weekend rates, weekday rates, twilight, you know, all that. Like when you go to like a website to see how much it is. So a weekend yeah. rate on this golf course says it's $33. And on the weekday, it's 30. So, all right, not a big difference, right? Apparently, they charge players who are playing in the Monday qualifier $47 to play a practice round. I don't get it, dude. How are they allowed to do that?
1: That's not, where was this, in Georgia? I think so. But yeah, we.
0: it's like their normal public rate is 33. And then if you walk in there, it was like, yo, know, I'm playing the qualifier. Usually when you say that, there's like a special rate, right? And it's usually, 47 so is actually.
1: carpet or something.
0: Yeah, or, or 30 bucks. But like, I will say this though, 47 is a lot cheaper on the cheaper side from the Monday Qualifier practice rounds I've played in. But still, like,
1: that's ridiculous. I'd say if I have to pay for a practice round, it's not included in my entry fee. I'm assuming that I'm paying $40.
0: No, good luck, dude. You're not finding that anywhere. I mean, when I was in Florida... Or Florida. When I was in Florida, the practice round I played—that's because you played. Like, that's because you played
1: the minor league tour. I played in the West Florida Golf Tour, man. We played the. It was Monday qualifier. The courses that hooked it oh No, I'm kidding. We we still had to pay a like, pretty penny. I remember like playing Lake Chavita though, and it was only like forty to forty-four or something like that. How long ago was that though? Was it post-COVID? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean you got a point there. So.
0: Yeah, everywhere's expensive as shit now. Like, what, like I was saying last time we talked, is um, even the even the courses like Atlanta's Country Club where like, that used to be like a twilight rate of like thirty five bucks now it's like eighty. It's insane.
1: And that's twilight. Someone's gonna put eighty dollars not to finish around the golf. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh... <clears> that. People
0: love golf, man. We've talked about it. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. But I mean these prices I'm gonna
1: make my own golf course.
0: Well, you're gonna not charge anybody?
1: <clears throat> no, I'm I mean there's gonna be a charge, but just gonna be a golf course where it's like it was in the old days, not too not too full. We're gonna ha- We're not gonna overfill the club with.
0: So it's gonna be a really shit ton expensive. of members.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. It's gonna be performance based.
0: Howard. Performance based.
1: Yeah. So like you a- have to play in the club championship every year to be a member.
0: So like. Or the, the will- member guest. You know what you should do. This is actually a good idea. You and should. if you finish
1: in the bottom, like bottom portion, like you get kicked out of the club, or you have to reapply. No, 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 no,
0: no. This is what you need to do. You, I like, I like what you're doing here. But the best player, like in the club championship, or the best players, pay a lower fee, and the worst players pay a higher fee. And every year in the club championship, it renegotiates your membership. So like, let's say you come in second and you're paying the lower fee, and next year you come in like twenty fifth, mm-hmm. and I guess what your rates would not get better. Or have like right, or have like a tournament every six months, so it's not like a you know like a yearly thing. Maybe you just had a bad week, or like you
1: have to have a handicap below, like that would be something good, like an easy way to kind of. Monitored as well, like you can't have a handicap above, whatever. CCNC is kind of like that. I'm pretty sure, like most everybody there is an eighteen handicap or better.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing: like this (laughs) performance-based membership, where you can pay lower rates if you're good, and it drives people to get better and not just go out and screw around. Like, when I'm putting, a lot of times when I'm putting and, like, let's say the course is busy, you know you have those guys in the putting green who just, like, smack putts all over the green. You know? Their practice would become more, oh, shit, okay, I missed, like, a ton of these last time. Like, we need need to start practicing, so now people are more, like, I mean, it probably takes away, away the fun for a lot of guys, but.
1: Well, it's I mean, a lot of people art. just don't have the... <clears throat> a lot of people just don't have the mental capacity and, like, the attention span to, to like... And the patience, also, to, to sit down and hammer some putts in and, like, go through a routine. Oh, you're telling me... would be surprised. No, I... <sighs> have I talked on,
0: about this? There's been multiple times where, like, other pros, especially in Florida... <laughs> We'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come up practice, practice with you, blah, blah, blah. Like, we'll, we'll get some good work in, then we'll go play. And uh, about like 35 to 35 minutes, till like an hour in, just hit the balls. They're, you know, like already in their cart sitting on their phone. I'm still working. The hour and a half goes by. They hit a few more balls, just go sit in the cart. Then they go, do you just want to go play now? I'm like, No. Like, I thought we were, you know, I thought we were practicing, you know, like, we need to, we're practicing. Some people just can't do it. And then it's even, I mean, it's even worse than chipping a putting green. I'm just saying, hitting balls, because that's like the most fun thing to do. But mm-hmm. if, then you get on the chipping green, they chip for like 15 minutes and they go play, or they putt for a little bit and go play. But no one ever spends hours on each green which playing is very important. I'm not saying that. But there are times where you need to clean up things in your game, which requires you to spend a lot more time on the putty green, chippy green, range, all that.
1: And so you're right, I have not... a philosophy. Let's hear it. I'm excited. Um, there's two kinds of golfers, practicers. Mm-hmm. One, um, like you, is like your practice heavy, over play. So like, your practice time is like a ratio of two to one over your play time. Whereas me, for instance, like I'm more of like the play, play first, practice second. Not quite. I I feel like I could last a little longer than those guys that that you're mentioning. Um, but it's been a while since we practiced. But I'd love to do it with you sometime when we're, when we're near each other again. Um yeah i mean i'm more so like i'll play on a two to one ratio compared to my compared to practicing you know the ironically enough that i've been i haven't been playing but i've just been practicing so i'm more so not to think about it in your category but
0: yeah but here's the thing though like i would probably have an even ratio if golf courses weren't so packed.
1: No kidding, right?
0: So as much as I, I love practicing, I lo- the main reason why I like practicing more is because I'd rather practice than wait on every shot. Because then you're playing four, four and a half hour <clears throat> rounds, and four and a half hours in, in a non-tournament is way too long. Like, you know when you go to courses and they have a little sign on the card that's like, pace is 4 hours and 15 minutes. It should never be 4 hours and 15 minutes. It should be probably 345 should be like the ideal pace. Hit your ball, make your putt, go on. You don't need to all these practice swings for people, people who can't break 90, like playing slow. Like if you're gonna be if you're gonna be playing bad, you better be playing fast. You know, you can, you can do both. But on an end if you're playing good, I don't I don't wanna see reading putts from four different angles and you're not playing in the masters. Like we don't need to do all that. Go behind the ball, go behind the hole, do a quick walk around, hit your putt. You know. Put it in. Play with a kid yesterday who was so slow. And like, he did all those things, but he waited until it was his turn to start doing that. So, like, I'd be putting, he'd be sitting off to the side doing nothing. I'd put out, another guy would put, the guy would be like sitting over there doing nothing. He would put out. But like while people are going through their routine, you should be going through yours as well. So like when I'm reading my putt, you should be reading your putt. Don't start reading your putt when it's your turn. It's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so the slow the slow you play need to be
1: efficient with your time out there.
0: Yeah, the slow play keeps me from from wanting to play golf. And next week we're having. Our swing coach on Sonny Ranala, and he all he does is tell me I need to play more. And I agree, I do need to play more, but I just don't want to wait on every shot. That just seems like a a nightmare to me. So, so yeah, I missed the days where courses were empty.
1: I feel like yeah, over the when last three years, when the pop population COVID-19.
0: has like tripled. Yeah,
1: go oh, yeah. Heritage is
0: heritage is always yeah. Nice we go to heritage we'll and just... hit some
1: walk. We didn't even have to take a cart. We could just walk and just yeah. Just no one ever be behind us. <clears throat> yeah,
0: it's golf is so different now. It makes me want to move somewhere where there's no one. and I live in the busiest city in the world. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You have any more thoughts on on that?
1: Um, no, I mean, going back to the whole God, uh, what was the word? gulging or like just basically robbing people of their money. Like what the hell's up with that Monday Q info? Or not oh, Q info, but what he posted. Um that's fucking crazy, man. Like I can't believe that like a club would do that. So it it still surprises me that it's just it's like that... you can only shake your head at it until until there's something done.
0: It, but it still surprises me that, that golf courses, and even like the people working there, they don't want to help out these guys because they know. They know how expensive it is. They probably wanted to do it. They probably did it in the past, or they're big fans of golf, and or they listen to this podcast and hear a speech about it every week. I mean, it. it if I worked at a golf course and a mini tour guy came in, I'd almost be like, hey man, I'd just print out a ticket and be like, go. Like, you're not paying eighty dollars to play here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not saying like we deserve special treatment, but I'm saying like it really blows my mind that there's not more of like a understanding
1: of what's going on. And I understand people need to make money. I think it's a lot of it's golf course Yeah, it's golf course owners wanting to make money and like just clubs trying to focus on profit more than anything else, and their business, I get it, but at the same time, like, man, like, it, it, it just sucks, like, when when you see something you love, like, you see a sport you love being just saturated, and, and like, it's cool to see. see more people out there, but at the same time, like, it's like climbing Mount Everest. How many? How long until like you have to wait in line to get to the top? Like there's a line to climb Mount Everest. I don't want that to be for golf. Like,
0: yeah, I mean it's.
1: I think we're just gonna of... try chalk this one up to overpopulation. <laughs> <So>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, like, I, like, I, like we said last time though, it's kind of like these mini tours and. Golfers out of college, or people moving south to to pursue professional golf, is there's going to be more random cities that you've never heard of become the golf the golf like Mecca. Like I'm sure in Orlando right now, it's impossible to tee time some places, and the same thing with with Jupiter, South Florida, like West Palm Beach area. Um, it's just tough to get tee times, especially affordable ones. It, it's it sucks, man. It sucks because I did see someone post something about like L.A. is going to become the next new, new golf mecca, and I'm like, oh, that's why I moved out of Florida because
1: L.A. wasn't like that. <laughs> so because prices are are equaling out in both places now. <clears throat> I mean, dude. Jupiter
0: studio apartments are $1,800. Like, it's absolutely insane. Like, 400 square feet. That's $1,000 more than I paid. And I lived there. It's insane. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. We like how the game's grown. Help us out. But, like...
1: What are we doing? We'll start trimming the hedges, you know. Doing a little yeah. upkeep, taking care of ourselves, you know. Being responsible, doing our yeah. due diligence.
0: I just, I just can't believe how popular what we golf is. It, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there's something I want to start doing on this podcast because. I know you're not necessarily traveling for tournaments right now, but you will be soon. And uh, I want to. I'm doing a good of amount of to...
1: traveling, but yeah, not for my tournaments. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean to I mean,
0: wrong. I mean, for, for you know, when you're competing. But um, I kind of want to get into. You've played in a bunch of tournaments before in the past, so I kind of want to do like a small little segment of like. Uh, like just talking about like a something crazy that happened to you in a tournament, or, like, you playing with someone who either made the experience really good or really bad, um, just kind of, like, the inside what mini tour golf is like, so do you have, like, a story of, like, of a mini tour event that, like, sticks out to you, I played one yesterday, and I've, I, I mean, like, I could
1: sit here and talk about it, you know, so... Let's hear your story, and then I'll provide it <coughs> for the next cast. We'll okay.
0: alternate. Um, okay. So, uh it was just a one-day event. Um, nothing crazy. There was, like, 30, 40 guys. Uh, it's been raining here in L.A. It's raining right now. It's... I feel like this is just how it's going to be now, because it won't stop raining. And this particular golf course, I'm not going to name any names or say anything, but this particular golf course, I try to avoid because they don't have a range, um, but they do have like this big net that's like 40 yards deep, like seven stalls, just a big net that you can hit into. Golf course is weird. It's right next to a highway. So like, I'm not kidding. Half the round, you can't even hear anything like 10 feet away from you because like the cars are like zooming by. That's all you hear. But, um, so I get there like an hour and a half before to warm up, check in, go to the pro shop. Like our balls in the range. Like, yeah, I go to the, the range. I say the range. It's a big net. And, uh, <laughs> and so I go over to the range And there's a sign like stuck in the ground that says range is closed. So I go to the tournament director. I was just like, is the range closed? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm sure there's balls in the pro shop. So I go back to the pro shop and I talk to the girl in the pro shop. She goes, oh, yeah, like I just got told that the range is closed because it's too wet. It's a net. You're hitting into a net. So, then I go back to the tournament director. I'm like, I just was told the range is closed. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry, man. If I would have known that, I would have let you guys know. And I'm like, okay. So, now we're all playing cold. You know, is there anything worse than not being able to get a warm-up? Especially in a tournament. I know it's a small tournament, but, like, if I would have known, like, you couldn't hit balls, I would have gone somewhere else first and then gotten to the course. You know, like, I would have found, like, a muni around. early just woke up i drove an hour all i can think of is like how tight my neck is and i'm like fuck i need to like stretch and so i went to the locker room stretched there going everything you know it's not the same but it took me like five holes to get warmed up but uh anyway i was playing with this kid who was playing pretty well i think he was like 400 at one point and I was like, on like our 13th hole, I was reading a putt and he like makes this like 15 footer for bogey because he hit one OB and he like fist pumps. And like when he fist pumps, that goes right by my face like this, like right by my face because I was reading the putt and he like almost like knocked me out. And uh, one of the guys in my group shirts like making fun of me because he was, you know, Uh, I think he almost hit me. And and I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like three holes later, he had a little bit of a meltdown. And he made like an eight on a hole. The next hole, uh, he hit it right into the rough. And I was like 20 yards up to the right of him, like just like waiting for him to hit. And I was going to go hit. He hits... His iron, like, hits the tree solid. I turn around to, like, kind of look for the ball, and I just see his club coming at me. As he threw his club, it's, like, three feet off the ground coming at me. I just took a step, like, to the right, and it goes, like, right by my legs.
1: I'm like, what the fuck?
0: my God. <laughs> I just start laughing. And he just like walks by because sorry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> so so I almost got hit by this guy <laughs> twice. One because of a good thing, and the other because he, <laughs> he fucking threw his glove and it was skidding across the car path. Like I I don't get mad on the golf course. Like I'm, I've had like moments of like anger but i don't really throw clubs i don't yeah, really i, I that's, never throw clubs that's, but, probably,
1: um, that's freaking nuts
0: and then <laughs> yeah and then like this is like i'm 14 and then on 17 the other kid who i say is like really slow it's like this chip and it's so soft like the greens are so soft it's wet as fuck here right now dude it's it's insane but uh when you when you chip on when you had to chip on these greens like you flew it to the hole, and when it, would like, hit, it stopped. Like, the greens were, like,
1: there was... It's, just a, it's a dark contest.
0: Yeah, so, like, all the chips I had, like, even if I had it bumping around, I'm, like, flying it there. If I had a chip. Um, because, like, the course isn't great. Like, you're not putting off these greens, you know? Um, But, yeah, so, this other kid who was playing slow at this chip, and it would have been a good chip if, like, the the conditions were normal, but like he hit it like twenty feet short, and it hit and just stopped. And then he takes his club and does like the, the recoil and like throws like thirty yards behind him. So he has to walk back thirty yards to get his club and then walk back up, get his bag, and walk to the green. It's I think I think that energy kind of like uh, can rub off on you and other people but it's just it's just funny playing with some of these guys that, are, that just get so mad especially over just like a one day yeah mad. I
1: mean getting mad means you care and like I appreciate the passion but yeah I, I feel like there needs to be a little bit of a, a tone down or like personal check in for everybody every now and then for sure so for sure yeah, yeah i mean
0: there's I'm there's a lot
1: of we'll,
0: uh... there's a lot of stuff like that i mean we're, we're gonna i, I want to share more every time we every time we get on because i feel like it's kind of
1: yeah most definitely like a,
0: a, dude a, like a i, a I a got podcast. plenty of
1: stories like that i can think of
0: Yeah, like we're not gonna name any names. We're not gonna out anybody. Like I'm not even gonna say like what tour I'm like playing on. I mean, if you really want to know, you can look on my website. But it's it's just comical. And like even when I was in Florida playing all those Monday qualifiers, all I could think of was like, if you want to see grown men act like children or like in like their saddest form, (laughs) go watch. Go watch not a too. bunch of people playing a Monday qualifier and if I understand everyone would love to shoot like two under par or you know, like or even two over par. But if you're doing that in a Monday qualifier, you're not happy. No. So I don't know. I, I have a bunch more, but I think that's, I mean I have a similar
1: story of anger outburst. Like I can recall And this is someone we both know decently well, I'd say. Oh, I can't wait Um, to hear it. This is the first time I I had met him. And uh, he he was like three or four under par bogey free. And then he like three putted on the 11th hole. And we're sitting on 12. It's a par three. We got a little bit of a weight. And we had cards for the tournament. I'm driving and he's in the passenger seat, and he's like—that's the worst, by the way.
0: That's the worst, by the way, when you're in the car with someone who's blowing up,
1: having a meltdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's got his like leg up. He's got his leg up on the on the bar for the win for the um, plexiglass window, and he had a coffee there, and like he three putted first bogey of the day. He was still like two or three deep. And then he just, like, rears back and, like, kicks his cup and coffee goes all over the place. Didn't go on me, fortunately. But I was just, like...
0: I would have knocked him out.
1: Damn! Where'd that come from?
0: (laughs) I need to know who this is.
1: And. um,
0: Tell me after this. What's up? Tell me who this is after. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) will. Okay.
1: Um, But, yeah, so... Plenty of stories like that. I'll think of some more, and uh, I'll I'll highlight one next episode.
0: Perfect. That's so funny. Huh, golf,
1: Sonny can talk about one too.
0: Golfers are psychopaths. It's
1: the well. I'll tell you what. I had a I got a good friend who's older than me. I mean, he's like seventy, probably seventy five now, close to it, and we used to play a lot of golf down in Naples when I was living there. And we played a lot. We played against each other in the club championship a lot. So he's a pretty good mentor of mine. And one night we were having dinner after golf and he was like, you know why I like playing golf and why I like playing golf with people? Because you can tell a lot about that person, the way they handle themselves on the golf course, uh, how they handle adversity, success, luck. Um, whether it's casually or in competition, like you get to see that and it's really cool. And like, I've thought of that ever since then. And yeah, I mean, it, it's all relative. So you can definitely tell what's going on in a person's life by the way they're playing golf, if, especially if you feel like you've seen it over time. So. Yeah. And You can also, like, just tell, like, when someone's riding a high and playing well, you know? Like, their life is awesome. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Tell you what. My dad probably has the worst temper out of anyone I've ever played golf with. I've seen him throw some golf Mm -hmm. clubs that would make... I don't know. Just, if he's playing bad, get out of the way. I remember hearing stories of like the caddies at Heritage she would caddy for my dad and everyone was terrified of him because they they just like weren't, they're you know, like oh shit, my dad shoots like 85 like, probably the average is 85 but he thinks, my dad thinks he could break par, that's the issue like he, you know, he hits balls probably twice a week and plays on the weekends and twice a week if he's lucky. But like the the attitude of like thinking you're better than you are can just make you go nuts.
1: So it's funny it's though. Humbling. Yeah. Golf is golf, golf throws. Golf throws humility right in your face. <sighs> yeah. And how you how you handle it is Is up to you. Yeah. And that's our TED talk for the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's a good way to end it. So uh, yeah, like, share, follow at Traveling Athlete Pod on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Follow me at MikeWolfGolf on TikTok and Instagram. Follow at David Wetterick on Instagram.
1: Sorry. Dreamcatcher Golf Co. on Instagram and YouTube. Clever Nook Open on Instagram. Oh, yeah, Clever Nook We're taking it's off. T-
0: it's that time.
1: It's that time. We got some announcements coming up, so be on the lookout what for is, some of the next what, few episodes.
0: What are the, the dates of the tournament this year?
1: May 9 through 12. May 9 through 12. Hold, please. Hold, please. Hold, please.
0: I'm not making any promises this year because I went back my promise, but I got nothing in my schedule at that time. But I do have a U.S. Open qualifier three days after that. So. In Cali? Yeah, man. I, I finally got into, I'm playing at Brentwood Country Club, which is like 10 minutes away from my house. I'm pumped. Nice. So I don't, have to drive, I don't have to drive forever. Well, I hope
1: you can make it. Let's talk soon.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll talk. will I
1: won't schedule anything.
0: Yet, Thanks for listening. But yeah, all right. <laughs> Thank no,
1: you for we're, listening, still, we're still doing
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. aw oh, shit! We gotta do it again, dude. Let we'll the lens cap out.